your money in show. You bring ten thousand, they must get more. Tell the admin, I look in for me. He not answering, and I look in for me. Tell him I want my money, I want my money right now. Welcome, one and all. To Inquisitive Minds episode seven, and we are very to have very happy to have you again with us. And today, we of course, in our normal approach, we're taking a very interesting topic, and we are giving it the Inquisitive Minds um, treatment, of course, uh, of co- breaking it down, making it relatable, and but not losing the essence of it. Today, we'll be talking a little bit about uh, investment and forex trading and looking at what are the opportunities and threats. And of course, I want to use this opportunity to introduce my co-host, firstly, the intellectual and the creative, uh, DJ Aaron Asixit. How are you, sir? I'm cool and I cool. I'm cool. I can't complain at all, at all, at all. It's a pleasure to be here as always, you know. Even under the circumstance, we're taking a little bit of joy. <sighs> yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Take the joy where you can get it, huh? Exactly. 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 And, of course, I want to introduce the original Sage himself, since Sage was a, a, a pre-topic of the topic. Um, <laughs> uh, Mr. Ricardo Mitchell. Right. So shall say for you, sir. I I am uncomfortable. I am I am I am incredibly uncomfortable. All right. We're trying to have a nice discussion here, and I'm being distracted by the amount of smoke I see and blowing on Aaron's screen. (laughs) What? When I have to miss anything. I do not I just saying that it's distracting. I am concerned. I wanted to make sure, you know, it ain't no carbon monoxide poison or anything going on on your side. But that aside. Listen, Brendan, we're in a, a very interesting stage of this thing. I I know for a fact that there are a lot of people distracted while they're waiting deliveries and while they're lining up in places to get the last lap on the things. You know, um You're getting like it and go KFC just now. Oh Lord. I know that was gonna come up with I'll have you know, sir, that street vending is allowed. So I am not worried about me getting my fix <laughs> on my vice. It had doubles in the morning. Are you real good? All right. All right, cool. So, yeah. All right. So, normal normal start to every conversation that we have, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the man burning says so, I'm waiting for a delivery, man. You tell me. Yeah, then want to know why I'm uncomfortable. Anyway. Uh, but, you know, we, we, we today we're gonna, we have two guests. And we're really happy to have these gentlemen here to kind of share the perspective. Because uh, as much as this is a, a loaded topic, we believe that there's a, level, a true line that we can pull from it. And first and foremost, I want to use this opportunity to say thank, thank you to these guests. And first, I will uh, not go in alphabetical order, but go into the order I got the information. And um, I want to introduce Nicholas Forgini. I hope I pronounced the last name correctly. Sir. Yeah, you can pronounce it correctly. Uh, thank you very much. He's an actual graduate from the University of the West Indies currently working in the financial services field 
and he's currently pursuing his CFA accreditation. Um, and for one who actually thought about doing it, and when I saw the exam, you know, realized how hard it was, I respect you, sir. Um, <laughs> welcome, Mr. Fortune. How are you doing? I'm fine, man. Thanks for having me. You know, it's a pleasure to be here, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And our second guest, Mr. Chad Phillip. He's an actual science graduate uh, from the University of West Indies, currently pursuing his designation as associate actuary from the Society of Actuaries, and he's working in the financial services sector. Now, um, even if I dreamt about studying actuarial science, I'd wake up and realize that uh, <laughs> I am But I, I respect you even. I mean, That's I respect, you, respect you as well, sir. Um, welcome, Mr. Phil. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. So I, I would have introduced the topic to, to everybody, right? Um in the warm-up. And and for for our listeners, I just want to kind of give it a, a, a quick recap. We we, we noticed a, a little bit of a social phenomenon in the last couple of months in Trinidad Tobago, right? Um whether you are uh, support it or you don't agree with it. The reality it is part and parcel of some of the things that we see in terms of uh, our social behavior. So we see a lot of people who, who invest in, in what traditionally we know as susu, right? Um, we have seen people investing. Friend, don't do that. Oh gosh, boy! I know. Friend, I know. Don't do Don't do I, know. Oh, I, know. I want to trigger you. Listen, call it thing the blue zoom and the blossom and the blessing circle and all those other titles, please. But do not do me that with that susu talk. Oh gosh, boy. Well, you know, we had to talk to the listeners in the in the language that they would have heard too. Eh? But uh, all the flowers that was blue <laughs> in Trinidad, right? Where money coming right. out of the side. All right. So right. we had we had those and the angry um WhatsApp messages that came with it, right? Mm-hmm. And we had, um, and we have been having a lot of people who invested in forex trading, right? Which is legitimate as a, 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 an approach with regards to investing. And then we have people who are doing traditional investing, um, few and far in between. And we have a lot of these things floating around. And different people who may not traditionally um, invest in markets are invested in markets. Some are knowledgeable, others are not. So. I kind of paint that entire picture and I wanted to, to ask our guests, and this is an open first question and then we'll talk a little bit more as we get into it. But I wanted to ask our guests, um, in terms of the lay of the land, uh, from your general perspective, do you see these phenomenons as helpful to Trinidad and Tobago? Um, are they dangerous? Is it a mixed bag and, and why? So we kind of, you know, Broaden and then we can guide it. What do you think about this phenomenon that we've been noticing locally? Oh, to be honest, it's actually very interesting to see. Um, again, you said people like using their extra income to see where they can flip it or you know make it stretch or extra or something. You know. Um, however, you know, like some instruments, like as you say, the susu or whatever they aren't necessarily the most uh safe options for, you know they aren't regulated they aren't um backed by any institution so if your money goes missing it's you know an issue you know as we came to see you came to realize um 
and in the non-regulation because of a whole lot of errors and a whole lot of mistakes. We see a lot of people missing out. So this is, is actually a very interesting phenomenon. But, you know, as we see a lot of people partaking in other markets, you know, that can be beneficial to them. As on the converse is also very interesting because we have the people doing it like illegal. I would say not illegally, but like in a gray area. And then we have some people doing it legally, you know, all to like the same purpose, you know, of like stretching their money, stretching their income. And that is very like that. The sort of load of people doing it is very good, you know, just like building. Like even the illegal ways, you know, it's, you know, um, I'm trying to find a word to say it's like um, diversifying the income to an extent. You know, that is, is, is very interesting to see. Yeah, I kind of agree with that to the extent that um, people are willing to take on the, the task of, you know, uh, diversifying where their money comes from. Especially at a time like this, where as you see now, people going back in lockdown. So people who have their businesses, like um, who are restaurants and stuff like that, you know, they're losing out a lot. So it is a good incentive, is a good initiative um, that they take to try to make ends meet. But at the same time, as Nicholas was saying, they, it's not regulated. So, you know, it, there's no guarantee that you know, that where we lose, they can get back a little bit at least. You know, it, 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 it's not regulated. So, like, this could lead to people having a lot of disagreements. And, you know, they have, like, bigger steps that lead to, like, crime and stuff. You know? But, I mean, it, it, it is good to see people trying, but it's not sustainable. Because we know that short-term uh, investing is not really sustainable. I like the, I like that word sustainable for for a number of reasons. I really like that word sustainable. So I mean, one of the ways in which we have been talking about it is like, and tell me if my analogy is correct, and you all could build on this. Is like everybody playing the game, but if you're not clear the rules, then you can never really determine who's a winner or loser. Am, am I correct in, in the way that I'm saying it? Is it that we, we play in a game that we just don't know the rules and that's what makes it dangerous? Uh, well, yes. Well, yeah. And no, because the susu in a fact doesn't necessarily have rules. You know, there's, again, it's, <laughs> as we see, um, so people kind of doing whatever <laughs> they want. Every organization or whatever is doing it has a different minimum different returns different time periods you know so there isn't particularly a set value of rules and again nobody enforcing it so it's not again going back it's not sustainable so i i heard the two of you used the word regulated just now so having regulations on investments are important uh, yes, they are because they essentially um, facilitate the entire market. These are that is, these are the rules and having the regulators yeah. and people to enforce it. So they, they act as a, a, a 
the regulations kind of act as a breeding ground for the game itself. If mm-hmm. that's um, making any sense, without the regulation, there is no um, enforcement. There is no um, set guarantee that anything you do, there will be any returns. There will be, you know, um, people doing whatever they want, as we saw with the Susu. Yeah, yeah. People we take advantage of and stuff like that. Because if you see, if you look at like the like the New York Stock Exchange and stuff like that, they have uh, very strict regulations because like if people on Wall Street, you know, they are the most toxic kind of um, devious people. So, you know, yeah, they kind of um, mitigate against that in some kind of way. So the, the regulation is very important. So the, the regulators in the sense are like the original regulators then. They bring in a sense of control Structure. and law and order yeah. to what would otherwise be the Wild West. Yes. Yeah, I prefer this thing. All right. <laughs> so they're more like an anti-heroes then, than necessarily heroes. Yeah, it's a, it's a necessity. It's a necessity. <laughs> yeah, necessary evil to the extent. Yeah. Um. Also, y'all use another very interesting term then to, with security. Right. Um. I know. I'll just draw a brief example really quick. You know, in the banks, they say. You could deposit up to $75,000 and that's what the bank would ensure. That's the security level. So in these quick, I call them the accelerated SUSUs, there's no level of security whatsoever. I like your acronym for it. Huh? What, the I accelerated just... SUSU? Yeah, yeah. Good choice of letters. I did not even intend to do that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but, uh, so yeah there, there is no source of security it isn't um sustainable there is no way that they can forcefully generate income that everybody receives the same amount of return you know um no like somebody is going to lose out because their, their income is not secured Especially in the in the forms of the susu, um, it, it it just it, the maths doesn't make sense <laughs> at all at all at all. Or as the younger generation would say, the maths not matching. The maths not matching. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. it's not like if the susus are now going out and investing when they they got they got a lot of yeah. money, they are not investing the money to reap exactly. dividends to, to somehow grow the amount of money to repay the last person that. Joins. Yeah, the pool of money there, it wouldn't be enough if everybody come back for the money at the same time. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you're expecting a certain amount in return. Obviously, you wouldn't have more than the pool itself now, unless they go and invest. Okay. I want to ask a controversial question, right? Um, so, and this was something that somebody mentioned to me. So, <laughs> I have money and I throw my money in this um. Um, this flower pot that's gonna um, blossom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody pull the money in, and then I pay out depending on whose turn it is to be paid, or who's your or, partner, or who's your partner, right? Nah, 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 yeah. Who's your better friend? <laughs> nah, nah, Ricardo, it's who is who turn we can remember. So I'm not cut. It. I'm just interject here for Ricardo's sake. No you problem. know, the, the, the flower that right to blue soon, as they would say, <laughs> had a structure, you know? Don't do me that. No, it's not a structure. It, 
it had people that I the the, the waiting and they say I that was that, that wasn't really me. But what I'm saying is there were people looking to move from one level to the next level, and people who come in after them get moved before them. So don't tell me they didn't have a better friend thing in this. This is where the lack of regulation has come from. It was a friend thing too. Don't do me that. Anyway, Brendan, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I interrupt. But this thing close to my heart. Get triggered again, get triggered again. I, I, I'm, I feel triggered. <laughs> I, I feel triggered. But anyway. Oh, did you lose saying. money, Ricardo? No, sir. <laughs> I was... But, it's Brendan, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the hijack. But this was some money to our regulation. Anyway, so a friend of mine out of Georgia had asked me if I wanted to make an investment in something that was paying out very, very quickly. This was months before it hit Trinidad. And I was like, listen, what is this? How is it working? When he told me how it was working, I said, listen, this is not sustainable. right? This is unregulated. This has happened before. They've given it a name. And depending on the language that you use when you extend this to people, you will be subject to prosecution by your laws. You say, mm. no, nah, it's not like that. It's a community <laughs> thing. I said, brother, man, I hear you. I don't believe I'll ever see a cent of it again. But I gave him 50 US to, um, for a space because I wanted him to, because of the length of the friendship too, I said I wanted him to see for himself that it was not going to work, but that I believed, that he believed. A month later, the calls and the messages started to come in. A month after that, he personally paid me from his money because he <laughs> knew that the only reason I put money in it was because he asked. And because he had gotten warning, he was better to ma- better able to manage his situation. And because I had gotten warning, when it started happening in Trinidad and Tobago, I started telling people immediately that we are on the, the end of our receding wave outside. Do not fall for it here. But you know, we like to overdo now. So did I lose any money? No. Was I a guinea pig? Yes. Yes. I got back my 50 US. But not everybody was fortunate enough to get back anything that they put in. Mm-hmm. So no, I was not a victim. I was a, I was a, a, I was almost a sacrifice. So I triggered. Okay. I triggered. Oh, I realized, boy. I realized, but because it, I, I mean, it, is, a, is a point that had to be made. Huh? Yeah, it this it, there are people who out of desperation and and hope, and sometimes so the same reason belief in someone who brought it to them. They made very bad decisions with the last money that they had. Mm-hmm. No, well, well let, let, let me use that point to ask my, my, my controversial question. Nicely. Because, and, I, and Chad Nicholas, feel free to, to correct and step in where, where I'm making, I may be making mistakes. So, I mean, if, if, if we throw money in the floor, but for it's a blue soon, <clears throat> right? And, um, and, and and I get I get my quote unquote um, hand or my petal or whatever it may be, right? Mm-hmm. What is the difference between that and a regular bank? Because that's the argument somebody had made to me. You say, well, banks just do the same thing. It's it's, it's fractional. Uh, forgive me for the technical term. There's the only one I'll try. The fractional reserve lending kind of framework, right? Where the bank borrow from you, right? Or the bank take your deposit. And they give it to somebody else. They use it. They take the interest rate from that, and they lend they, and they collect that money and they lend somebody else. What is the difference between what they're doing and what the bank's doing? They've been doing it all the time. It's just that the the, the, the man in the street started to figure it out and be like, "Aha! I could game the system." Hmm. 
That's an interesting question, to be honest. Yeah, um, it, it, it kind of goes back to what we initially said um, with deregulation. There's, yeah. again, a framework, a structure of rules that allow this to be um, work, like a working forever. You know, it's set up in a way that this um, institutional entity can... I mean, banks do go out and do go bankrupt and stuff, but this ensures at least some sort of guarantee and safety net towards your money. You know, um, it's like a surety. You know, you mightn't like some of the interest the interest rates inverted come up with like the flower pot is astronomical. You know, no other institution I don't know anywhere else that you could get that type of return that type of time. <laughs> You know, uh, and like certain things I've come to realize if it seems too good to be true, it probably is, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because Fast money is good money. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, travel is bad, I think. No, no, I agree. Like, it's just basically the, the, the regulation of it. Because um, you could put your money in and then come back right and say, what money you give me? Yeah, like, like what you just say, like, you know what you're talking about, you know, but the bank governed by certain rules and stuff. You know, you give them your money, that is your money, you are guaranteed. Whatever you put in, you're supposed to get that back. Like, that is that is law, you have to get that back at minimum. And 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 we could also, there are like other benefits to putting your money into a financial institution other than just doubling it, you know. you. You could have the chance of building credit to, you know, gain more money or, you know, to do more stuff and you might want a bigger purchase, you know, like there like certain intrinsic things that a bank does or a financial institution does that you cannot get from a flower pot or something. And, and mm-hmm. like in the flower pot too, it's a little close to my heart because flower pot was <laughs> where... Anyway, let me not talk about what used to happen in the 90s, but in the nineties, you know, when you know, flower pot, the little small beach, right? Point. No, 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 no. I, no, I trying to clear up what you said in the nineties or the nineties. No, no, no. Nobody say anything about nineties. All right, N I N E T I E S. All right. This nineteen ninety something, late nineteen ninety something. Well, give me a chance now. Listen, we, we, we try to have an intellectual discussion here. Right about the difference between the Ouroboros, the, the 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 snake that eats its own tail, which is unregulated investment, and the difference between that and an insured, structured, accountable, perpetual energy machine called the traditional banking system. We kind of clearly define them things, and you're talking about people breaking beach in small beach in outskirts of Marbella. That's near, and that's why we just drift, you know. That's why we just drift. But anyway, let me let Brendan finish his discourse. Oh, sorry. No, well, I, I mean, the guys answered there to me. I mean, with, without a, without understanding, having a structure and a rule, anything goes, you know. Um, and to me, that is what's dangerous. And as much as it work out for some and it will work out for others, they, that could never have a balance in a society. That could disrupt things in a serious way. I mean, and yeah, to me, I like why are we in this situation? We in? Go ahead. Yeah, and if you... Like they might put their money in flower pot because they want like a significant increase in what they put in. I mean, the bank interest rates not that high, so saving your money wouldn't give you any 
when get any when kind of return any, any kind of return now so from I mean, like a from, simple from, account from that perspective but i mean there are other ways you can actually um like make more money now by investing and stuff like that like different forms and stuff so there are other ways to to do to make it make your money now, now chad i'm glad you brought up that point about the bank's interest rates not being so healthy Mm-hmm. I, I, I try to be politically correct here. Healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? You know, point, point 0.01% <laughs> is a, a, as, a, as a base here we're talking, right? Yep. yep. Why is it that uh, we are seeing such a great shift away from the traditional banking into these get-rich-quick schemes for a want of better ways? No, well... The same thing, trying to get the money fast and have a large amount compared to what you'll get in the bank itself. Like you say, 0.01%. That's yeah. not we can get anything in our month. Yeah. And then, again, the time it, it, it flourished also is very important. That the time it flourished in trend, you know, a lot of people were losing their jobs and stuff. Like, that, like even like a wise, you know, level-headed thinking person could still find themselves trapped in that situation of okay i you know want to spend my money there yeah so i, I know where you're gonna come ricardo and i'll put myself in the front line for this one right um i i after carnival last year right a man had some money for me and he he, he wasn't leaning to pay man so when i count that money as dead so wrong July, so the man come and drop a, a seven for me. A seven. Not seven thousand, huh? just saying. A seven hundred for me. And I say, you know what? I wasn't banking on this money. So let me chuck my hand in a, a susu. And that was the last time I ever saw that seven hundred. Uh wow. No. For those that know me well, I have my bachelor's degree in accounting and I have been an accounting assistant for the past 10 years while also acting as the lead accountant for my company. So for me, I should know better. But, you know, I, I have a philosophy that you don't invest what you can't lose. Right? So I didn't bank any money, so I just took it in if I get a 56 I could buy a nice piece of equipment or whatever the case is. Never see it. So, so in, instead of taking these 700 and giving to your co who was study time, who was telling you, <laughs> boy, that I'm making no kind of sense, you decide to, 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 to put it in the flower pot and see if it float and flourish and flowers. Blossom. Blossom. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's a clear point because... You guys, you guys have gotten into finance, and I kind of want to state the question to one of the reasons of the why. Because I'm thinking to myself, I know young, intelligent people who know better than this. And despite the predatory and opportunistic timing of these uh, types of schemes and investment opportunities coming up, as young men in the industry, in the arena, in the fields now, uh, is this the kind of reason you all got into finance? Or, you know, you, you want to 
what I mean is I want to know if Ole just looking to do it the legal way or if it's to try to protect people from things like this. Well, yeah, it's a morality check right now. Uh, we go, we're going to be honest. <laughs> right? Oh, we, we just like, go, like... <laughs> As I say, it's an opportunity. Right, to, be it's honest, an opportunity. Right, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't choose this. Like, I didn't deep it that much. I didn't think about it that much. Mm. Um, because when I chose my degree, I didn't really think about uh, like this current situation. I didn't like think about that. I only did this because this is what I got into doing UE, and here I am, just continuing doing it. I actually started to like it more and more and work. So yeah. So, so you didn't and choose as it. As I go along, you. basically, because like as I doing more and more software work. I kind of understand how the financial industry is work a little bit. There's no accident. Yeah. Similarly, um, it's kind of the same. We went to school together, you know, we kind of the same track, you know, this kind of chose us. I, I generally like finance. Um, and again, like how everything works is important because to an extent that's what rules the world you know so before like helping anybody else or anything this was important to get into so i can help myself you know like there's a whole lot that even us coming out of like chad and i've discussed numerous times like even coming out and studying like a heavy finance degree we still knew very little about how actual finance and how actual money works you know so, like, I do understand how there could be a disconnect as even with the most educated or whatever, like, you know. Well, this is great. Um, hopefully in the future, you all will be able to offer little online master classes and that type of thing to, you know, bring the, the, the street level of finance, to, to, to raise the street level education of finance a little bit because we, I, I think it's astonishing that we don't know how much we don't know about finance. Yeah, the basics to be honest. Just simple budgeting is like not like before we even get into investing, like budgeting alone is so ridiculously yeah, important. Yeah. Yeah. That is like the 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 foundation for moving up to anything else. And, and let me tell you something, yeah. You see what, what they said just now is something I learned the hard way from a better half. Eh? Because before I got married, I just used to live life. I buy my Jordans. I buy this. I buy that. I don't care one tail. My wife works in finance. Right? So she's like, yeah, we need to have a home budget. I was like, a home what? Where are money? <laughs> <laughs> no, home budget. Yeah. If it wasn't for my wife and this home budget thing, I'd have been sleeping on the ground still. I tell her. I know two ways. I buy a whole house and I have no bed. You understand? <laughs> So she, I always say she saved my life, but literally and figuratively. Um, but budgeting is a skill set, a basic fundamental skill set that people do have. Oh, oh, yeah. I will admit it, I didn't have it. And I'm, uh, so I want to give credit to that point there. No, um, I can attest to that because I tend to do little lectures on budgeting for different levels of financial literacy. And the higher up you go, is the more you realize that some persons, no matter how much education 
lacked that basic skill of budgeting. I remember talking to a man who was, I think, close to 60, like 58 or something like that. And he was telling me he was not even catering for retirement. When I made this statement that the day you start to work is the day you should start a plan for retirement. This mm -hmm. man tell me he didn't care about that. He was living life one paycheck at a time, man. How it hung it soon after that? That's pain. And after he he expressed that to me, I was like, wow. You know, there's a lot of work to do. If he is 58, and that's how he's thinking. Imagine somebody who now gets in at 21 in the supposed entry-level position in a company that may be working for around 15 grand a month. If he thinking like that there, what body man who now come in? Mm -hmm. So it's bridging that gap and raising the level of financial literacy, firstly in your sphere of influence and then on a wider scale. Yep. Uh, maybe it is something that should be taught at school. Wow. Thank yes, you, sir. Chad. I, I, I know if they're going to hear my clapping on, 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 <laughs> on the audio, but thank you for saying that. Very important. Right. The, the, the reason I suggested that these fine, established and educated gentlemen take it upon themselves to do things like master classes and so on and so forth is because as a past student of a very prestigious school in South Trinidad and Tobago, I will have you know that the school system as it is does not pay attention to the students directions they are so interested in positioning them for futures that they know nothing that they do nothing about directions i literally was approved to do advanced level business subjects having never done ordinary level business subjects i could literally say that they will just put you in a class that has room similarly the, um, the way you'll end up doing a degree in something you'll have no clue what it is or how much you like it so the idea of um, this, this education being something that happens in school, I totally agree with that. I commend that and I applaud that. But for now, we need all it to take it to the streets. You know, don't yeah. be afraid to do a little Zoom session and invite five or ten people just to give them an idea what it is going on. Because I think you all are learning to teach, whether you like it or not. Right? The world is changing. People are taking a, a firmer grip on their financial futures and y'all are actually in positions now to help lead i wouldn't want to use a wild word like revolution but i'm just saying that if the tides are turning y'all on surfboards no and, and and ricardo makes a great point there because people kind of getting wise and uh, that hey i need to make money work for me so i want to use that to ask a, a, another question so we've seen a lot of people who are doing foreign exchange investing, forex investing, which is a legitimate form of investing done by financial institutions and stuff, right? But um, the way it's being done now locally kind of have a little bit of a pyramid kind of framework to it. Yep. Uh, so I just wanted to get an idea of what your thoughts are on that. Can this, can, are there ways in which a, a framework like this could work for the average man or do we need to be wary? Uh, but it can't work and we need to be wary you know um, you, you said right now we have essentially our forex system in Trinidad we have it's like a, as you said a pyramid scheme is more of 
you get income based on how much people you bring in rather there's like a multi-level marketing um scheme you know as opposed to somebody actually trading against um currency pairs you know um so it's, it's not actual like forex trading a lot of this stuff they're doing is illegal um this is this is me clapping by the way. Eh? <laughs> this is this is this is this is Carlo, the social sage and the local sage clapping. Eh? Just like, you, see what you, you, you just use the I word there, Nicholas. What, what I word is that? Illegal. Illegal. Yeah, it's again <clears throat> some of those things aren't, aren't very much like you know. It's very much so you can get an account for yourself on one of these of these like little apps and learn. As you go and like actually learn like fundamental theory and actually trade against currency groups, you know, mm-hmm. um, rather than but these people have like people coming to them and has more working like a fund more than anything else. You put like large amounts of money and one person like invest that. Like that's another that's another way people are doing it, which is also not necessarily most legal. Mm. Illegal. Um, wow! 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 I will break it down in layman's terms. Right? So I, I, I am the finance man in this clip here. The five of readers rule, right? I'm the finance man. I trade it on my own. I come and say, hey, Brandon, here's the scene at all. Give my 500 US. I could trade it fair. In six months, I could flip that. Cardo, same to you though. Fourth, Chad. 500 each. Six months be flipping that. All in now. All in just say, yeah. And a man just bring, bring the money for me. So essentially, that is not best practice. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I always cycle so a lot of um, financial. Um, let's call it the like, like little stuff on, on Instagram about like financial uh, living and stuff like that <laughs> and like was the smartest ways to go about stuff and one of the things I always see is day trading wouldn't get you anywhere. Like when you're trading it has to be long term because mm-hmm. um, Look, Brent, look Brendan well, clapping now. I mean it's not yeah, normally not- I get some people somewhere but it's not for like the average everyday individual. It takes like yeah, it will yeah. It's very volatile. Like, yeah, so you have to like you'll never be able to guess like when a stock price is gonna go up. Like that is like very mm-hmm. impossible to do, you know. And um, like the people who actually make money like a lot of money from investing. Like you see the people like Warren Buffett who has spent and dedicated years and years and years and years on learning how to invest. And what he should invest in, and he is one of the those advocates for like these long-term investments. Because from what I gathered from just like seeing a bunch of stuff, like reading and stuff, is that money is a depreciating asset, cash. Hmm. So the whole point of trading on the money market is to mm. use that money. Purchase something that you know that you think would hold value instead of keeping it in the bank. And so, if you have one dollars in the bank now, in ten years, 
Don't you know? Gambi would wheel us down. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. in about, yeah. in, in, about in about seven months, eh? because seven months. Right, it's about our $8, uh, $8 monthly fee. Then we're going to charge you a no. dollar for checking it online. No, 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 yeah, yeah. that inflation. It's talking about the time value, the time value, the time value, the time value of money. Yeah, yeah. So I already math. Buy... I already math math. That is only math math. Yeah, yeah. See, is is about getting purchasing assets, basically that you think will hold value or actually increasing value. Um, and that's another important thing. Like we don't actually know what like we don't know what an it. asset is. You know, we think yeah. of a home is and an like asset. People, People you know? talk a lot about Bitcoin and stuff like that now, and at first it had a stigma, but now Bitcoin is actually like one of the top cryptocurrencies right now. And if you look at professional sports and even some companies in the States, a lot of people ask for their contracts, part of it in Bitcoin, because they see that the, the dollar itself is a depreciating asset, and Bitcoin will just totally value and it's going. You know, so it's very important to learn about. Um, which asset you should invest in and stuff like that but it takes but, it wouldn't take you can't do this like day trading you have to like dedicate time and stuff this is why there are different financial companies who have uh, investment um, department and investment analysts because you need to study past data and try to predict where you know the future data will be heading obviously you wouldn't be 100% sure but this is a full time thing now. No. But uh, let me try Sorry, go, go ahead here. Chad, I'm happy to bring up Bitcoin in this conversation, right? Because a lot of the persons who are attending to pitch the, the, the idea to the brethren saying, all right, guys, we want to start a trade cryptocurrency. And then they're going and float a whole set of terms to the partners who are not financially literate as a way to get them to come on board. So, hey, I want to take the money and invest in Bitcoin. Ethereum, Dogecoin, um, oh gosh, I, I, I can't remember NFT any names of Yeah, they're, they're calling names of investments which the average man knows nothing about. But when mm. you promise, all they heard, heard is, give me the 500 and I'm flipping that for you. God, I have a picture. You put it online. All I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, that, that is all it is. <laughs> you know, Kira, to me, the best bet is yeah. dealing with your money is to to learn about your money, you know, instead of like having somebody else invest. It's so important for you. Like even if you have the the bank invest in your money, it's it's so very important to do your research, you know, go online, read up about, you know, there might be hidden fees, you know, the bank might be trying to do all kinds of things every which way, you know, to get extra dollars from you. Yeah, but my 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 friends wouldn't do me that. My friends wouldn't take my money and go. Not like the bank. The bank is not your friend. Oh, okay. I know the, I know the bank will not take my money and go, right? But my friends wouldn't do me that. So why should I bother learning about the thing I giving them the money to do? If I wanted to do all that hard work, I'd just do it myself. My, I could trust my friends with my money, right? That's that's not how it does go. I mean, you can probably trust them that whatever money they make, they will give it back to you. But you can't trust that your friends would guarantee to flip that money for you. Yeah, but we good, so... 
yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, really I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I, I had to get this NFT game, though. Eh? I, I, I realized <laughs> too late to take a picture of my hand or some kind of thing and sell that, you know. What? But there are like tons of other cryptos <laughs> that we can get into. You know, there are le- le- legitimately tons of cryptos for yeah. every industry. And we don't necessarily need to invest in all the big ones. You know, we could predict and project, okay, like it might necessarily be the most beneficial thing for us to now jump into Bitcoin. Even I'm not saying it's not going to be, it's not going to be beneficial, but like those who, again, the rule of starting low and Sorry, yeah. buying low and selling high, like Bitcoin is like what? Between 30 something and 50 something thousand. I, I do have 50 something thousand US lying around my house to go and invest in a Bitcoin. You, you didn't get back your, your blue sum last year? You didn't? No? I just said the last time I sold the 700 was the time I handy man it. But I don't know. It could have been underground growing. I don't know. I don't know. I, I go to eat that floor. That's <laughs> <laughs> So what you're but, saying is if, if I was to tell my friends, hey, I'm gonna invest in Sada coin because that is how nice this this these returns going to raise now. You understand? <laughs> and I started to take my money for Sada coin. And then there is no Sada coin, and then three months on the road I tell them, well, Sada coin going through. It have nothing they could do about that because they make an uneducated investment. Yeah. But I mean un- with any not, so you are not just uneducated, probably. Are unsecured investment. Yeah. Like po- coins are popping up every day, you know. Yeah. Um. It's it's very. I mean, even making an educated guess, you can still lose everything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would never. You would never know exactly how a market is at yeah. any point. But that is why you know you sometimes it's, it's smarter to to invest in like, um, lower volatility investments. You know. Um, but. Again, you probably yeah, but dividends at a slower pace. Yeah, those wouldn't have as much returns. Like they say, high risk comes with high reward. But so the lower volatile, volatile ones, you wouldn't get much uh, return from it. But you will get return. But let so, me ask a question. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you, you want to go ahead? No, you, you, you go ahead. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait. Let, let me ask a question because I'll trade for Chad first and, 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 and Nicholas, feel free to jump in. Chad had, had laid out something to me that I, I mean I applaud eh, in terms of the way he frame how investing is. But let, let's say I'm, I'm I'm a person approaching this thing as a kind of I now jumping in and I kind of a little naive and I, and I see what happening in the states. So I watch what happening in the Robin Hood app and what happened with GameStop, right? You see, see GameStop fly to the moon, bam, bam, bam. Everybody investing, men flipping their money all over the place. That's supposed to be a legitimate platform, you know. And, and I seen that happening, so. Why can't I recreate that? What, what, what about that whole that whole uh, investment strategy with GameStop and the stock rising? And then, I mean, I see in these big investment firms who almost crash and them kind of thing, and the small man making it and, you know, fight the power. And what, 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 convince me that, that what I see in there might not be the reality. Um, well, first of all, I didn't. I don't know the full story of what happened, but from what I gather, is that um, it it wasn't a uh, didn't the company um, go to court for that or not? Eventually, eventually, that is what ended up happening. 
you know, and 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 it, it, it related to the same point you're making. Um, I just fearful for my, for our audience that when they see these things on TV, they think it's like, all right, hey, I could do that too now. <laughs> do, we, do, 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 do we that end up in court? You yeah, telling me you, you cannot you, you cannot deliberately mass manipulate the market like that? You what? <laughs> You, you you tell me you tell me it against the law for me to manipulate public opinion and motivate a mass market move like that corrupting natural market forces well look at that the it, same does, again. it does never it does never turn for it hmm. i don't know i don't know i don't know people who listen to my financial advice anyway so better Aaron Ariel hurt me with that, eh? but no. So say I didn't know that situation and up in court like that though. But then again too, there had to be some repercussion to prevent it from, or to prevent from somebody from trying it again. Now it, it may not have been the, like the formal court, but I know it was in Congress. But Congress is court, eh? right? Yeah, yeah. Congress is court. For do you have any, um, um, any? Well, to, to to my understanding, um, I it was not. Uh, um, how I could say it was it, it, it essentially looked like if it was I mean at the point in time when it became popularized it, it, it was like a, a backlash against like mainstream corporate finance or whatever but like before it happened it was actually like somebody genuinely did their research into the game stuff and genuinely did their due um, due diligence on the company and start this person was the person started was investing for like three years or something on this game stuff and then um something happened in the market that caused um i can't do not for sure but it caused the price to raise and it was causing a short squeeze because all the big corporations and stuff that were betting against it now in order to project to protect their their position had to now buy and so actually in them in terms of them buying they actually re- caused the price to raise as well as everybody else who was like jumping on so like the big corporations who were actually betted against it had to actually bet towards it so now raising the price yeah and so this was this is essentially an anomaly in um the economy or in the market and um it was a win for the small guy, but we saw like the power of the big guy. You know, um, the app that everybody was using, Robinhood, all the big investment firms and stuff were already invested in it. So, like, to speculate that they had some, you know, push in causing in causing the the persons who own the app to stop to hold the trading of that particular share or whatever. Mm. So that's why they had to go to court um, because they actually like forcefully halted. The stock of a traded share, you know, in order so that the big corporations could not lose as much money as they were losing. Yes. So we did. Is the part that was caught in truth? No, I was wrong. Yes. So you, so you telling me that they actually manipulate market forces to stop somebody else from manipulating market forces? Yeah. Well, the thing is, the small guy wasn't manipulating the market forces. They were just. There's an online community, so now there's like group thought or group think. Which we already knew this going on with the bigger corporations because everybody are friends, you know. Right. You know. Um, oh, which sorry. Is, yeah. Collusion. Collusion. I want to use yeah. the insider trading term, but let me say there was it was there was collusion. So they leveraged to stop collusion. 
essentially. Um, is that, is that illusion? Yeah. So they wow. came together and said, okay, we are losing money. This firm here is going bankrupt. Who essentially invested all of their money. You know, the firm that almost invested all of their money into GameStop, which was even that almost went bankrupt. They were subsidiary of an of another firm who was invested in the Robinhood app. So you see, like, a uh, uh, conflict of interest, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what essentially what Robinhood does, Robinhood is essentially, when we make trades, the, regular, the, ev- the average everyday person, Robinhood now sells this data to the big corporations. So they have, a, a, like, a advantage. So now they have, like, double the advantage because they make the... And this is the, a case where the regulators and the big companies, it's, it's very confusing. Who guards the guardians, right? Yeah, essentially. And that's why I see a lot of people's distrust in big financial institutions. Yes, I'll have to change the game. Or at least let people know what the rules are. Yeah. I, I just, I just, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, Aaron, this this have me thinking of um, you know somebody bowling at googly, right? And you had to go so deep in your wicket to block the ball that you hit wicket and out anyway. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, it's, it's like you you take an action to prevent an action, and the action it takes to prevent it actually cause it anyway. Yeah, uh, like always, pretty rich is pretty rich. Mm-hmm. I mean, this this thing, this thing not just confusing it 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 a little sad. Yeah. Little, because he wants to make the most money. Still manipulating the market. They just have legal ways of manipulating the market. I I yeah. I, I, I wouldn't say that they manipulate, and I would say that they control it. Yeah. Because if the the volume of, of, of stock or shares that the the big players, the Fortune 500 companies or the hedge hedge funds would control or trade, are such a huge portion that the man who traded 10, 10 shares of of one stock in one, it doesn't matter. Sada coin. What? Yeah. Ten, ten shares yeah. in Sada coin. Yeah. Or even, yeah. even, even worse, you know, a, a prime example of this, there's a certain gentleman, we all know of him, he tweets certain phrases, right? Which are geared at getting people to invest in certain cryptocurrencies. And when he tweets it, all of a sudden, the price skyrockets. And then you will hear sometimes that, that somebody, you don't know who, offloads a mm-hmm. big portion of that cryptocurrency. That's why the SEC does call them for meetings. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I, I wouldn't call any names. Are, are you on this not allowed to call them? No, we uh, can't. It- Oh, so yes, can I can I talk? Can I can I? Can I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you feel free, feel free. You're talking about Elon Musk because Elon Musk and this Elon Musk is moving markets like crazy. He talk, he talk about Dogecoin, and that just went all the way up. Yeah, <laughs> Dogecoin, Ethereum. I think it had Bitcoin, one. Bitcoin, all of these things are just because of well, no, but I think is it is it is it it might be frowned no. upon, but him being famous is not illegal. It's just because just, just how everyone the world is, whatever he says, you know, that's just the trend not to go with whatever the celebrity says. So that's just how it is. 
he not doing anything wrong. I mean, he benefited from it, but it's not yeah, illegal. So, so if that individual tell me to go and buy stock in AOL, sell yours, sell all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But you, ca- you catch what I'm saying there, right? Yeah, yeah. AOL is such a defunct company that nobody wants to buy stock there. But if somebody who makes money from trading says, "Hey, go buy AOL," yeah, well, it's the market that that drives the share prices. So whoever the the market the market decides to do, then the share price will change accordingly. So, like, if everyone goes and purchases stock there, then the price will go up. I mean, kind of. That's why I have all these. That's why I have all these brands with their celebrity um, endorsers. Because you know, there's but is other than getting them to buy the products or whatever, it also increases. But now we have yeah, inflated value of of assets and stuff. Yeah, but, but is it is it illegal for for, for Rihanna to say that um you no. know Fenty no. is great makeup? No. Yeah. I mean, no. So and I, I guess that's where it's the tricky part because we yeah. the, there's no updating of the rules. The, only, the, the rules are only updated to benefit those who are already winning. But you can't um, tell people what to say. That's not say, say, like, say that again then. Oh, oh, the rules already. You the, the rules are only updated to benefit the ones that are winning. Yeah, that um, yeah, that that yeah. they're gonna get a nice pretty caption and use in the promo. <laughs> the rules, you yeah. only have the rules to benefit who already winning. That is yeah. life. Like you're on with um the I don't know who else is watch football here. Yeah, the Super League. As soon as mm-hmm. they announced that, Liverpool shares went up by six percent. As soon as they announced it, Liverpool yeah. shares went up six percent. Oh, and then as soon as they they Teams for us, uh, Man United shares went down. Yeah. So, and and, and that, that, that leads me to a very serious question here, guys. Is it that we, when investing, we invest based on emotion or financial literacy? Excellent or question. Or due diligence? Well, to me, investing is more like shopping. I mean, yeah, you want it to be financial intelligence, but like we were discussing just now, if this man come and say, "Well, yeah, this is where it is," you want to be where it is. So you go on there. So I mean, most of the people who most of the people who do invest are actually financially literate and are looking to make big profits. But like I say, is based on the majority of the market. So, it's so yeah, are you investing to make? Okay, so again, it depends on what you do. Okay, like agreeing with Chad, it depends on on where your mindset is entering into it. Are you following trends, or are you are you investing to make money? Are, are you investing for long term? Yeah, like whoever whoever heard that the coronavirus started in China and immediately bought shares, like so, so to you. Yeah, that was great thinking. Like so long period. Mm. So. So now that restaurants close for the next month, there's a good time to invest in Sada coin. Disclaimer, we are not offering any financial advice to anyone. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I want to give you guys real credit though. Uh, y'all 
give me excellent sound bites for promo. I love what this man saying. You know, you hear the man say it's like shopping. You know, I mean, you want it to be financial literacy, <laughs> but but that's not the reality. All it blowing my mind here. Yeah, I, 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 she, it really it pulled me back ahead my thinking. It's like yeah, but it's really a shopping. And I don't want to say um. You know, we, 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 we drifted off on Saturday to talk about the global market there, right, guys? But I just want to pull it back a little closer to home. And we spoke of, you know, buying and selling stock on the city New York Stock Exchange. But locally, there are many accounts in the various financial institutions, which, is, which are kind of fluctuated based on stock and share prices. You know, there's, I can't remember which unit scheme it is in Unitrust. But I think it's the growth and money market fund. For RBC, I think there's the Reutern account. Mm-hmm. So there are there are there are accounts locally that trade like that. And if you don't understand the account, you tend to lose money very quickly. So let's say do use the growth and money market fund and unit trust as a savings account. That's a terrible way to the same yeah i well to, to, uh, to be honest i don't know exactly what the the, ent- the the details of the account entail um but i do know that as you say there are different ways and there are different instruments in trinidad for us to invest our money actually like a ton um and just like the, the stock market is just now one of them alone you know there might be like high interest rates, um, savings accounts. When they say high, it means it's higher than um, well, average, which, which would be like one to, one, one to like almost 2% if you're, you know, happy. But you continue, Charles. Yeah, well, so like if you give your money to a company, to like a fund, like you want to say, um, those companies actually invest in the foreign market. So you know it's going back there. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a limit to how much any foreign market they could trade with because um, there's also a local stock exchange that I think a certain percentage of your portfolio as a company needs to be in the local stock exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, there are like tons of other ways, you know. You don't need like a ton of money to invest anything you can start from like like i know like fcb has like mutual accounts mutual funds yeah. you can invest in for like i believe as little as i'm not sure the specifics but this last a hundred dollars you know you can invest yeah. in like a diversified portfolio you know and reap decent dividends over a period of time and you know for us you know our middle class individuals like compound interest is the best thing for us you know Compound interest really is what would take us to our retirement and everything to have us with um, sustainable income for a period of uh, extended period of time. You know? But you know, frightening, man. Chad and Nicholas just hitting us with the fundamentals, boy. Yeah, dude. It's just the fundamentals. And everybody might be thinking that, hey, it's a high science and the maths, maths and out and and all them petals you're counting, but is the fundamental? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, the fundamentals profound. 
Yeah, exactly. the, the, the fundamentals themselves are profound. The simple, but the, the still deep and meaningful. Yeah, and something as simple we... as budgeting. That we, I mean, we know about the idea. We know it works. We know it helps. But I mean, we don't. We didn't learn that in school. <laughs> we didn't learn that as an adult. That's what we're going to need to yeah. learn. And it's not. Why do it about tokens and things? That's why I look at it. Okay, okay, okay. So how much 
how much um, funds you should use to invest in, in the uh, any markets and stuff to grow the policy and stuff like that. So y'all are financial, more like financial, so they need to be financial engineers then, more than... Yes. We have to make models and stuff rather than necessarily guide. This is interesting. So y'all could explain to me, and I don't want to get into um, like the specifics of, I don't want to cost anybody any opportunities or jobs. But the question remains, are you all the type of people, yeah, let me use that, the type Mm -hmm. of people that would say, because I was working in an oil field, that my insurance should be 30% higher than somebody who was working behind a desk? Uh, Are you all the guys who do those kinds of numbers? Yeah, Yeah, based on your your job, the... uh... Right, 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 right. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> good, good, good no, guys to know. Calculated. Noted. Mm-hmm. Noted. Good, good guys to know. But yeah. let, let me. I want to ask a question for myself, boy. But let me, let me let, um, the boss go. Go ahead, boss. Um, here yeah, now. I, I, I. Why are we doing this? I just happened to Google NFTs, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> I am going to sell some of my tweets. Yeah, you that, can that, do that, anything, anything. A, a man sell a tweet for just under three million dollars. Was it? Was the tweet? What, what, what was the tweet? Oh, you had a pay to unlock it. You had a, you, 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 you could read it for free. I, afraid to click on it, honestly. Afraid. <laughs> next thing. Next thing. You got to be the guy virus. <laughs> yeah, but the idea well, the tweet is just setting up my TWTTR, which means Twitter. That's why he sell people that? He sold that for just under three. Uh, uh, I have tweets, real right? Yeah. I have real tweets. <laughs> I have I real tweets. Anything. I tweet my life away. Yeah. And it's been integrated for music as well. See, see, RL mixes. <laughs> so what you what you telling me is finance starting to look like a TikTok wallet then? That's 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 already happening. Actually, is... since the, the pandemic and stuff, like I've been noticing that a lot of more a lot more people been getting into like the cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. Like those coins a lot of as a joke and always with that's not almost like what fifty cents? Is it like two offsets or something? Wow. So, so but again, it comes down to us adding value to non-value, valueless items. So at the end of the day, it's essentially the same cycle of money, but... <laughs> so, <laughs> feel, you, feel you on that? Ricardo, my, my field attempt. Yeah, nah. I, I I don't think we should sell that. We should we should pay people to not listen to it. There you go. <laughs> the right. the Dogecoin market is forty two billion dollars. Right. Jesus. Uh, off a joke that started on Reddit. Yeah, it started on a joke. A joke. And, so what you saying is if we move if we move faster on Sada coin, that could have be us. Yeah, honestly, yeah. if you're able to build traction it's... and momentum, you could start something right now and build like yeah. most nothing into something. All right, yeah. so I have an energy, a sustainable energy specialist, a DJ slash accountant, two actuaries, and well, whatever I just do. So, what you're telling me is out of the five of us here, 
Right. We can't get Sada coin up and running. Um, Ricardo, again, I, again, again, there's actually <laughs> a coin called Psycoin. Please, we are not offering financial advice. No, no, I'm talking <laughs> Sada, like the roti, because that's how your profits going to swell. You understand? That's a word. Yeah, boy. Did I try to get your answer of 900? What are you telling me? <laughs> no. Hey, I have. I know we are wrapping up a little bit, but I have a, a, a one last question for for me, and I'll let you guys ask the question. Last questions as well, but this one is for me. Normally, when I ask questions, I'm trying to to channel the audience, but as as I have you guys here. I want to ask a little bit of a wonky question. No, um, I am. Um, before I got into sustainability, I was actually doing international finance until that Matt Sorton, Matt Sorton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I got into to, to, um, to energy. So one of the things that we notice in energy, as we're kind of looking at energy markets, is that pension plans and these long-term capital-related funds Mm-hmm. are divesting themselves from traditional oil and gas businesses into other types of businesses because of the risk. Um, if you could share, just give me your thoughts on that. It's something that we have been noticing for a while, and, and I know this is starting to pick up a set of steam. Could you, you sit explain? down? Hey, I'm yeah, could you, yeah. well, could you explain song. it a little, a little... Okay, yeah, so... When you what, say that, when you say move. So what I noticed is that a lot of these long-term pension plans, like teachers' pensions in Canada, a couple of European big pension plans, like big ones, mm-hmm. they're right. slowly it's moving the money. Yeah, they're slowly moving the money out of the oil and gas business because they're afraid of, oh, okay. of, of stranded assets. So they're moving it into other types of assets. Um, I don't know if that's something you all noted and as well in, in your little reading up and research and from your, from your and it, if you could give me an idea, your thoughts on it and stuff like um, that. I haven't necessarily noticed it, um, but it still is, would be very intelligent of those funds, especially diversifying, which means you kind of spreading the risk as, you know, these economy, like oil and gas is kind of, what well, we could see dwindling out in the next few years. Yeah. You know, so we don't know where it necessarily is going to go. Don't worry, Pfizer, when we lose zero. Yeah, <laughs> right. Time to remind yeah. me. Yes, so, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of people will yeah, have made right money now, against yeah. those things, you know? Yeah, so like even now with the, the, the increasingly development of um, electric vehicles and stuff like that, um, a lot of the companies moving away from oil and gas as well. And so also driving the oil prices all the way down. Yeah, so we're going to keep going down. Yeah, so it's like uh, an inverse relationship as we move forward in technology. As technology raises, those oil prices are just going to continue going down as we find like, you know, newer ways to power ourselves. Like, you know, we are just one yeah. innovation away from being a bankrupt country. You know? Right. You know, so... I am going to write that down. <laughs> no, no, yeah. No, yeah, these these fellas dropping some knowledge bombs. One innovation away from being a bankrupt country. Yeah. Wait, my pause raise. You know how I see pause raise. My pause raise it all. Yeah, well, that one you know is the truth, eh? If if you pause, don't come. If you pause, don't raise. 
And you know, you know why I propose race too? Is because I have been arguing that for the last five years. Anyway, that was my question. <laughs> and I just kind of thought to see it's like like on a different note, regardless of of like who is in charge of power, like nobody has a plan for for us moving forward. And that's kind of scary. As a as yep. an economy Especially and in the news today. <laughs> As he come out, the opposition leader said that how he has no plan for any economic or any kind of economic impact on the public. Yeah, and those things are those things are becoming like more of a reality and starting to become more scary. And like we as the people need to start working for our own selves. Well, regardless of what is happening, we need to start working for our own selves and you know doing our own research. And like literally, yeah. we can't take anything as you know gospel. You know, you need to go out and do your own research, read multiple articles or whatever. Yeah, for you about Bitcoin. You know, what's yeah. for one Bitcoin? You know, what's for one Bitcoin? Plenty. Three hundred and three hundred and sixty-two thousand together. Gosh, I'm laughing. I we uh, used to laugh. We used to laugh at Bitcoin. You know, small yeah. change. Small change. Yeah. The day, uh, we can still buy Dodge back, coins. A couple <laughs> months ago, a couple months ago, I checked this. It was two hundred something thousand dollars. Three hundred, like three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, they dropping them numbers and 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 in my heart. No, I know Google it. I know Google it. I know. Small change. From sense, you know, from nothing, from zero, and we we see in this yeah, like somebody just created that. Yeah. Well, we don't know that as like a mean coin, but like it could actually be something very, very real that we could be paying with in the future, you know? Yeah, so like people try, um, a lot of people talk about moving away from using cash. So like eventually we will, might end up being using just one currency, might be Bitcoin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a real nice place to put up a, a pin in this conversation before we start to go down the old conspiracy NWO <laughs> this, that, and the other. But, um, yeah, no, all really, I'm thinking now, too, because, all right, case in point, whale blubber was currency, you know, the, 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 the countries that were exporting whale oil, that's what they were using to power street lights and to make candles and that type of thing. And then there was a technological shift mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, we have absolutely no need for whalers, right? For whaling ships and whaling vessels and whaling crews. Entire industries collapse because of energy shifts. You know, entire countries are rendered, well, I really want to say that the, the uh, inept or uh, impotent, but I mean, you have entire countries that feed from world dominance just because of our energy shift. So that concept of being one innovation are we that uh that that hit me that that hit me real hard you know all the, all the fellas i i feel you know i could do things like follow all on the instagram and that type of thing right and you know sneak peek my knowledge because plain talk bad manners you all are the future experts in the field right so i don't know if you all want to take the opportunity to drop all your tags or anything like that say hello to anybody special or special right now i know all the young fellas mm-hmm. just do it different um, Ford started. Uh, Ford, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're on the spot there, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I just want to say, you know, thanks for having us. Thanks for bringing me on to speak. Um, uh, I'm not very active on social media. So, oh. um, yeah, thank you so You know, look at the dad at Nicholas Forgeny. That's my art. Uh, again, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, when I'm... When you're counting... When you're counting... Um... Your Bitcoin and your Sada coin on your thousand, your thousand count silk sheets and thing. You know, um, I'll be able to hit your hat and post pictures. I wanna sell in my beautiful oil painting portrait of myself <laughs> on the NFT. Uh, yeah, Jada, anything you wanna drop for anybody, um, special or special right now, or yourself, your your handles, anything. Yeah, well, I just want to say thanks to you all for inviting us on the show. I really appreciate that. You know, not often you to have these kind of discussions and it's very good to actually see what, you know, we be thinking sometimes. Uh, Instagram, at chadsp underscore eight. Yeah, so you can follow me there. And whoever watching and know me, thanks for watching. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And no, no, I only feel like joking. I but plain talk bad manners. I don't want to wait five, ten years into all the careers to then hit all up to get all your feedback. You know, this this to me there's an opportunity to invest in you guys as well too. Because at the end of the day, we had a hand over the country to all you. You know, so I grateful for the opportunity to catch you all on the pass and Aaron, Aaron, you're looking a little sad. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why. I, the, 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 the sadness in your eyes just catch me. You all right? Um, I'm not sad. Actually, I was laughing. Okay, yeah. that's so. That's tears of joy. Yeah, tears of joy. You know, um, it honestly pains me when, on a national scale, or for example, when they have to do the budget review, we tend to look for persons to review and who are in their late 50s, sometimes early 60s. I think we need to start to get the younger persons on these budget panels. Um, Zoom and Ricardo, I know we, we have our mutual friend, Anisha, who has mm-hmm. been recently included on these budget panels. Oh, that's beautiful, man. I'm a firm believer that we need younger persons on these panels to debate, younger persons to get involved in politics to begin to make a change because i'm fed up i'll say it as plain as they i'm fed up of hearing persons my age say the government doing stupidness but will just sit in silence and say that get involved in some way and make that change wow yeah, all I see. Well, you see what happened there. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I one thing to add before we fight And if you have a brethren who wants to get involved, do the to that brethren and say, "But you ain't gonna make a change, you know." Push that brethren further and challenge him to make a change. Because your brethren saying, "Now I'm Carland," and then saying, "Now, nah, boy, don't get involved. They'll turn you. You'll get corrupt just like them. That ain't gonna help." I, yeah, I, 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 I had so to say it. I had to say it. I'm so glad you say that because Brendan, you realize Aaron just announced his intention to get involved and ask us to support him when he does, right? Of course. <laughs> Alright. Well, better vote for me, no? oh, <laughs> Hey, I, I, I know. I don't want to be like the man who went up for local government. 
Hanke won votes ya dong. Wabari Manu, Wabari Manu didn't vote. Yeah, look, yeah, for Wabari Manu didn't vote for herself. So confused. I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, don't even, yeah, don't even trust your own self. Hey, I really appreciate it. Pre- appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, uh, listen, the the this was enlightening too. You know, it's really good to just sit on sometimes and just have the conversation. And it's not so heavy that it's heavy, but it's not so frivolous that you don't get anything from it. You know, yeah. So I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come out, man. Yeah, and, and and thanks a lot, guys, for for answering the questions for the audience, and even answering our personal questions. But we train our personal questions in the mix there too. Um, and it's nice to get these things from from learned young men who have a very very unique perspective. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. Thank you. Invested in Sidecoin, just saying. Sada coin dog, Sada coin. <laughs>